0: Reads like this And Jesus passed by, and he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin this man or his parents that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest. In him. I think that's a very important scripture to read. Amen. I think this is a very important lesson. Some things just are. Amen. That the glory of God may be manifest. Amen. Amen. There don't always have to be a sin involved, it don't always have to make sense to you or me. Sometimes it's just the way it is. Amen. You might say it like this. Not everyone is strong enough for the glory of God to use them for His benefit. Amen. Amen. Not everybody can go through some things, but sometimes God will choose men, women, situations. Not that there's any wrongdoing. Just because God is mighty in all things, he that that his work may be done. Praise the Lord. Would you pray with me one more time? Heavenly Father, we love you today. Thank you for all things. Thank you for uh, bringing Brother Steve with, uh, here to be with us today, God. Thank you for the miracles that you've done already thus far. Thank you for everybody that's been able to be in the house of the Lord today. God, we're just asking you to continue moving. Help us to be pliable in your hands. Move for us today, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you, Amen. Too. You can be seated if you want to be. Amen. I want to keep reading on this here chapter. Praise the Lord. He says in verse 40, he says, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he hath thus spoken, he sped on the ground, and he made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay. And he said unto him, Go wash in a pool of Siloam, which is interpretation said. And he went his way, and therefore, and washed, and came, seeing. The neighbors therefore, they which before had seen him, that he was blind, said, is not this he that sat and begged? Some said this is he, others said he is it, said he is like him, but he said I am he. Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes opened? And he answered, and said a man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes, and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash, And I went and I washed and I received my side. Praise the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Amen. That is wonderful. Amen that God healed this man. This is a little different story in how he received his healing. Amen. Uh, I don't think it was by accident. I, I, uh, I don't believe that God does things just because. But I think if we can understand what God is doing, there's always... Uh, brother Jacob a message in what God is doing, praise the Lord Amen, Amen. he don't do stuff by accident, he don't do it just because uh, he thinks it's a good idea at the time but everything is always pre-planned and predestinated. he's always foreseeing the future Amen, and what he understands is his glory he will not share with another, praise the Lord and it's about God's glory and it's about drawing more folks under the kingdom of God. These have always been the basis of the Lord. He not only created man. And he made man in his image. But he's always created a, a way. That through him. We might be saved. Praise the Lord. Praise he, Lord. Man, he knows what he's doing. But what you and I got to do. Is understand that he knows what he's doing. Not only know that. But be willing to have enough faith. That we get behind the works of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I don't know. I've never been born blind, but this man was born blind. He was born blind from birth. Amen. How many people in here have something about themselves that they don't like, whether it's health issue, personality, amen, maybe uh, it's some kind of mental sickness, and you feel that, well, I just had that my whole life. Amen. That's just been with me my whole life. I wish that I could change that, but that's just been who I am. That's my DNA, or that's the way that I've been made. Praise the Lord. Amen? But can I tell you, it doesn't matter what may be wrong with us, whether it may be uh, that we were born blind or some other kind of issue, brother God. God has the power, amen, to heal, amen, to touch, to totally change, Whatever may be wrong with us. Amen? Amen. But you and I got to be willing to let God change us, don't we? Amen. I'm thankful that this blind man had enough faith to stand there while the eyes, that must have burned a little. Mm-hmm. Think about it. If you ever got dirt in your eye? Don't feel too good, does it? Mm-hmm. Amen. Usually, if I get a piece of, a speck of dirt in my eye, the first thing I do is stop what I'm doing and I try to run to some water somewhere that I can wash the dirt out of my head. It just irritates you. I can't hardly function with something in my eye. Not only does the pain get me but it starts watering and I can't see. And just, I'm just not content until I get whatever's in my eye out of my eye and then sometimes it still takes a few minutes before it feels normal. But Jesus deliberately made clay There's a message in this church, amen, because when he made Adam, what did he do? He formed him out of the dust of the ground, praise the Lord. Well, glory, amen, glory to God. You know, uh, some people don't understand, amen, and they've never put the similarities. Amen. Between God and Jesus together, uh, uh, because they don't yet realize uh, that they're the same person and the same individual. It just one was manifested in flesh, uh, amen, and the other was a spirit, uh, amen. But God came down in the Spirit uh, and He became man, Emmanuel, with us. Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. But the same God that was able, uh, Amen, to reach down in the dust of the earth and form Adam uh, and breathe the breath of life in him, uh, He was the same God uh, that is able to make and uh, mix that mixture of clay uh, and spittle together and put it in the eyes of a blind man. That's right. But He didn't stop there, did it? No. no. It was when the individual, it was when the blind man went to the pool. A Siloam, like Jesus had told him, and washed that he came away saved. I wonder how many miracles are right there at our grasp if only, amen, we'll not only allow God to work on us, but be obedient to everything that God says for you and I to do. Amen. In the book of Jeremiah, praise the Lord, he found, he sent... The prophet down to the potter's house, didn't he? Amen. Jeremiah chapter 18, uh, verse 1. The Lord which came to Jesus to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, "Arise and go to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words." Then I went down to the potter's house and beheld he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of the clay was mired in the hand of the potters. So he made again another vessel, as it seemed good unto the potter to make it. Then the word came of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with thee with you, as his father, saith the Lord, Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand. O house of Israel. Praise the Lord. Uh, I don't understand why. Uh, you know, I don't have the knowledge. His ways are much higher than mine. I don't know why God chose uh, to make Adam out of the dirt of the ground. But he did this. This is what he did. Praise the Lord. But with women, when it came to woman, he caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he wretched and he removed a rib. And he created woman. So not only was God a creator of man, but he was also able uh, to perform the first surgery on mankind when he caused that deep sleep to go on Adam and he wretched in and removed that rib out of it. You know, I was working for a man uh, by the name of uh, Donald, Donald Jackson in uh in post falls idaho but he he owned a big seed company and he would sell his grass seed to all over the world praise the lord and i got to see while i was there with him i got to watch as they kept investing in their company and their company just kept on growing and becoming, becoming bigger and bigger and bigger and he finally got to where he had bought the man out that was uh supplying this grass seed directly to the stores so he could not only uh, you know manufacture the seed, but he could also distribute it locally if he wanted to, and he would distribute it all over the world. But uh, he became a very wealthy man. He was a nice man. Praise the Lord! He always treated me fair. Always done what he said he would do. But uh, back then, in those days, there was no such thing as what we call colony, and uh, what I'm talking about is. The scientists now, through DNA and, and uh, through different ways, they could uh, take this DNA out of uh, a dog or uh, it was a mule in those times, and they would try to make another uh, mule uh, exactly the same as the one they had the DNA from. And he, he donated a lot of money to this. Uh, for the, the Idaho University, uh, they were the first university to do this cloning Amen. And he done it in one of his favorite mules, and he, he supported this. And they were successful at this cologne. However, I believe it was three mules they had made from this one cologne, and they were trying to get them all to perform and be exactly like the mule they cologne from. However, this is an impossibility. Even though they can have the same genetics, and, uh, you know, they make it even look similar Uh, Praise the Lord. They had to have what was called surrogate parents. Amen. And uh, I believe one of them had like a third red mother. And the other had like a pink mother. And the other uh, one they cloned uh, had like a quarter horse mother. And they didn't look identical, which they were supposed to. You know, when you clone something, it's supposed to be an idyllic cologne. Praise the Lord. And uh, also, uh, they put these clone mules in the hands of different trainers, but they were trying to get them to still perform like the original clone was. Amen. But all this took uh, a lot of scientific, a lot of man hours, and a lot of things trying to accomplish uh, this, uh, uh, these genetics, and hoping uh, to prove that you could get identical. Well. I never read about how it took the whole university for God, amen, to learn from or scientific experiments. Just because he was God, he was able to allow a deep sleep, amen, to go upon uh, Adam, and he removed the rib from Adam, and he created woman because he said that it was not good for man to be alone. Praise the Lord. Amen. If I could just throw a little nugget in here, Something that uh, should get your attention, Amen. You can do with it whatever you want to, Amen. Uh, Even though that Adam and Eve was created by God, they didn't have the traditional mother and father, Amen. Like you and I have today, Amen. Still yet it is written, Amen. Adam was talking. Oh, and by the way, the Bible reads this. It said that after that he made Adam, that he also talking about God. Formed all the animals out of the ground. Praise the Lord! Isn't that interesting? Amen. Just out of nothing but dirt and clay, whatever was in the earth, God, Amen, was, afford, uh, was able to form not only Adam but also the animals of the world. Praise the Lord! But Adam made this statement, uh, Amen. After God had made Eve, and uh, after He had given him uh, Eve, because He said it's it's not good that man should be alone. God said that a man would leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife. Isn't that interesting? How could you, he meant that not having a mother and father... Be created by God but automatically uh, know what the right thing to do was because the Bible said he said because two would become one I'm telling you something church uh, amen uh, man and woman needs uh, to have that one on one close relationship together because why because that pleases God oh my, I feel the Holy Ghost hallelujah I'm about to go on something that's not a part of my message, but I'm telling you something. Amen, marriage is a wonderful thing. It's something that God intended to join together. Amen, As us to perfect. Amen, the ways of God. It was meant to be a holy thing. Amen, a, a, a way that mankind could reproduce more people that would grow up serving God. Hallelujah. And we know that a lot of times uh, this has took a vein uh, and it's made a mockery of it. Uh, but I'm telling you, church, uh, your marriage and your relationship uh, with your mate uh, needs to be a holy thing, uh, pleasing unto God. Mm-hmm. Amen. But anyway, there's that little nugget. How did Adam know that a man should cleave to his wife and the two should be one unless the Spirit of God was directing him? And this back, This is backed up by, Amen. When the Bible said that all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I believe God, uh, Amen. Not only designed Adam, Amen. But when He breathed into him, the Bible said that he become a living soul. I believe he was also a spiritual being, being led on God, and I don't think he knew sin of any kind until the end of the forbidden fruit. And then sin became to overwhelm the Alma. And then they were in for the fight of their life. Mm-hmm. Because they knew what sin was. Amen. But before that it was what? It was pure thoughts. Right. They was naked and was not ashamed. They didn't know of any sin. But once they fell into disobedience. Amen. Then they knew they was naked. Right. And they knew there was sin. Praise the Lord. Can I propose this to you and I today? If we'll always be obedient unto God. Amen. Whether it's uh, uh, that our blinded eyes might be open. uh, Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. Can I tell you something? Amen. We'll always be better uh, in our personality, uh, in our demeanor, uh, in our joy. uh, Okay. Something. God intends for you and I to be happy. He intends for us to have abundant life. But we can only achieve these things through obedience. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so God took Jeremiah the prophet. Amen. He took him to the potter's house. And he began to make an example. Amen. I was using this potter who was working this clay. Now, as far as I know, I've never made anything out of clay. Amen. I haven't even watched a lot of it. But from what I can gather, is you continually working this clay in your hands. And while it's on that wheel spinning, amen, you might have to throw a little bit of water on it to make it pliable. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus was telling the woman at the well about that living water, huh? I'm telling you, as clay, as vessels of God, we need that living water. We need that anointing, amen, of God falling upon us that we'll be pliable in everything that God intends for you and I be. Amen. Amen. But they tell me as that wheel is spinning, got that lump of clay up on that wheel, and that that wheel is spinning, and and, and the potter is working it with his hands. And he's trying to make whatever design, whether it's a bowl or a vase or whatever he's trying to create. Amen. He's got a thought in his mind of what he wants it to look like. And through years of practice, amen, he knows what he wants it to become. But at some point, there may be an imperfection like a pebble or something. And so he's got to reach in that no matter if he's almost to the end or whatever. And he's got to take that impurity out. If he right. don't remove that impurity when he puts it in that oven to dry, that thing will explode and it'll leave a tarnish or a hole uh, in that base or that bowl that he's trying to create. Praise the Lord. He don't mash that thing because uh, he don't look like he don't he's not disappointed with what it was going to look like. Uh, but he understands, uh, amen, that if he leaves these impurities in there, uh, it can never be the piece uh, or the masterpiece that he's trying to. To create that thirst for, he must get it up out of there. Right. Hallelujah to God. That's what the Lord does with us, time and time and time again. Amen. That's why the preacher preaches. Amen. That's why God has anointed the preacher to preach. Amen. That's why the Word of God is written. He's trying to get the impurities out of you and I. Amen. That we can be the design that God intends for us to be. Amen. Amen. I don't think that it was by accident that God, that Jesus chose clay. Amen. To continue the work of the blind man. He understood what you and I should also know. Amen. That this man was blind. That meant that he wasn't all the way whole or complete. But we being made out of the potter's clay. Amen. He's able to literally or physically reach in there and begin to reshape us and build us what he wants us to become. That's right. he wanted the man not to be blind any longer. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. It's through obedience, not only the work of God, amen, which was to make the clay to begin with, but through the obedience of the man to go to the pool of Siloam. Come on, somebody. That's right. He came away, see. Because we are the way we are, or because we've suffered an illness or sickness along the way, we don't have to remain that way the rest of our life. Because we have a God that is continually making us what He wants us to become. That's right. But we have to be willing, don't we? Amen. Praise the Lord. We have to be willing. You know, I've heard this for years. I, Off and on, you'll run into certain groups. And they'll feel because someone's sick or someone's going through something, oh, they must have been a bad person. You remember they accused, uh, they accused Paul of this. He suffered that shipwreck. And then when he come in off the shipwreck up on the isle of Malita, that, and that, that viper jumped out of the fire and latched a hold of his hand, they said, oh, this must be an evil man. And even though he escaped the shipwreck, God sent this viper to kill him. But Paul shook it back off in the fire from whence it came, and no harm came to him. Right. And then they right. thought Paul must have been a God. Some things are just circumstance because God's trying to use you or what you're going through as a testimony or to get him some glory from it. That's right. Hallelujah first thing that you and I could think is, oh, poor me, why is God doing this to me? Amen. Sometimes God's just trying to use us because he understands that we're strong enough. He understands that he's not going to put more on us than we can bear. And if only we would put our trust and confidence in him and understand that he is able to make a way where there seemeth not to be a way. That's right. Amen. I don't know what it would be like to be born blind. I, I've never literally been blind. I've had a few times when it was hard to see. In fact, I see a whole lot better with my glasses. Praise the Lord. They tell me now that there's some uh, some laser surgery that they can do on you, amen, that'll make you see 2020. But the only problem with that is it comes with a pretty expensive price tag. Amen, amen and I'm more willing to put these on he and pay the price. But I don't want to be that way spiritually. Amen. Come on. I want to always be willing to pay the price yes. when there's a miracle waiting on me that's right around the corner. Amen. Hallelujah. I thought today as I uh, was feeling a little down about some things, I was up here praying, talking to the Lord. And it uh, seemed like that even today, studying for a message, I uh, had a hard time. It didn't come quick, quick as I wanted it to. And uh, you know how, I, maybe you don't do it, but sometimes you'll get on this feeling like, oh, poor me, why am I going through so many things? Well, preachers do the same thing sometimes. Now, I don't let myself dwell on it very long. I begin to pray, and when I pray, God moves. It's so how I was praying. Lord, I don't, you know, I was praying about these things and right before church Emmett walks up to me he says dad look who come to church and I looked out there and lo and behold there was brother Steve getting out of the car and to the house of the Lord that was the pick me up I needed right. that was what I needed I needed lifted up and so God allowed brother Steve to be strong enough to come to church today Amen. isn't that wonderful yes. right. Amen. there was lots of things being done with that he but God was working on my emotion. He's still on the on the throne, Church. He's God. still able to give you and I exactly what we have need of. That's right. But we can't miss our opportunities, can we? Right. Huh? Can't miss our opportunities. You know, the devil would like for us to just stay blind. Amen. I don't know if I was born blind, but a man. Made spit and clay and rubbed it in my eyes. If I'd have enough courage to get someone else, did you ever think of that? He still couldn't see, so apparently he had to impose on someone else to lead him to where he could wash the dirt out of his eyes. Mm-hmm. Come on, church. That's right. Do you not think that uh, you're not only the one that could receive the miracle, but you might be the very one that God has chosen to help someone get their miracle? That's right. Well, come on, somebody. we sat there a lot of times thinking, I can do nothing and I have nothing to offer. But I'm telling you, someone was able to get the blind man by the hand. And after Jesus had remade him, hey man, take him to that pool of Siloam where he can wash the dirt out of his eyes. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I don't know if, it, if that man or woman who ever led it that day ever testified and said, I was the one. But I would think they did. It's not written that they did. But I would tell everybody what Jesus done. And now I got to lead the man to the pool and see it for myself. Yeah. Man. Sometimes I wonder, are we too silent? Do we tell folks enough the things that we've seen God do? Hallelujah. We've got to get excited about living for the Lord, don't we? Amen. We've got to get excited about the miracles that are still happening today. Amen. You know, some miracles happen all at once, some are a process. I don't know how many people got prayed back through praying for Brother Steve. But I know one atheist that's no longer an atheist because now he believes in God after seeing what God brought Steve through. Amen. One soul is worth it all, isn't it? That's right. Praise the Lord. But I had other people that was telling me, God, uh, one man called, said, God, send him a prayer cloth. I feel like God wants me to send him a prayer cloth. Mm -hmm. So there was one that was obedient. This man was in poor health himself. But yet yeah, he got the prayer cloth and made his way to the post office. Well, what's gonna happen? Amen. Probably that man's gonna have a full healing in his body because he obeyed God. Amen. That's how the Lord works. That's right. Amen. He's able, but are we willing to do what he says? Amen. Praise the Lord. Then the other night, you know we've all been praying. I felt inviting Brother Frost up. I prayed for him like God wanted me to. But then Brother Frost danced all over the up front here like God wanted him to. As a sign of what God was going to do for Brother Gilmore. That's right. And then we already testified today. How he skipped jerking away from him and taking off walking. That's right. Amen. Come on. I love it. Glory. Don't tell me that that wasn't a lot of people being obedient. That we could get the results that we all wanted to see. Amen. 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 I know uh, Brother Frost was tired. I know he's got bad knees. Other high blood pressure. He finds it hard to breathe sometimes since COVID. But he was all over the front up here doing whatever he could for God as the Lord led it. Praise the Lord. We not only need to have faith in God, but we need to have faith in our obedience to God. That's right. Come on, somebody. Amen. If we're not doing what God says to do,
1: and we're doing right the
0: opposite, I can understand us having faith that God's not going to move. But when we're putting in our time, when we're coming to the house of the Lord, when we're praying, when we're doing what we know God's, asking us to do. We need to have faith in our obedience because obedience is better than sacrifice. The Bible said the willing and obedient will eat the good of the lamb. Hallelujah to God. Not to mention that when you and I obey the Lord what we're really doing is sending a direct message not only to God but also Satan that we believe in what God's telling us to do. We're putting faith with our works. Just like the writers wrote. He said faith without works is dead being alone. He said show me your faith without works and I'll show you my faith by my works. And they will be a difference. Big difference. Amen. When you and I begin to have faith with works, amen, we'll begin to be lifted up by our obedience to God. When we don't have faith in works, we rely on someone else having a good, blessed time in the Lord and we let it bleed on us. But we don't have a good time unless somebody else is being obedient unto God. I'm telling you, there's nothing... Amen. Any better than having a direct contact uh, and a direct anointing knowing, uh, amen, that we've been wrapped up, tied up, tangled up with God, uh, amen, and we're doing what He says to do. Uh, It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We all have that ability to touch God. Amen. We all have that ability to be obedient unto the Lord. And we all have that ability, amen, to reap the joy that comes with that. Praise the Lord. Amen. But God is still the potter. And we're still the clay. Hallelujah. That's not ever going to change. The Bible teaches us in the Scripture, it said that He has created us and not we ourselves I can tell you there's difference between day and night on how I was when I was doing it my way than how I am now doing it God's way I'm not the same person that I used to be the old man is dead hallelujah praise the Lord and I'm thankful that he gave me that chance and that opportunity to be obedient Amen. before him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He's still working on the clay. Thank you. He's still trying to uh, manifest himself in your eye. But we've got to be obedient to him. Amen. 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 He said if we'd be faithful over a few things, that he'd make us rulers over many things. That's right many things. Praise the Lord. Sometimes I feel like that God gives us small what would seem insignificant things to us to do just to see, Brother John, if we're going to listen to the voice of the Lord and how we're going to act after he tells us to do whatever. Amen. I know a man one time that he was told to take a certain church. He said, Oh, no. I ain't gonna do that. He said, when I get ready to do something, it's gonna be something really big. You know, years has passed, probably 30 years, maybe 40, and he's still waiting to do something big for God. All because he didn't do the small things first. Praise the Lord. <coughs> yeah. But God is able, isn't he?
1: Right.
0: God is able. God will move, but who will let him? Praise the Lord. Uh-uh. God will move, but who will let him? Praise the.